Hello, Anchornauts! Thursday night, we all wish it was Friday. Let's get through today, and then get on to tomorrow and start celebrating that we can. Some really weird and unfortunate stories tonight. <laughs> have you heard of the Tinder poop story? And I'm sorry, I know it's crass to say it, but we have to cover it. It doesn't make any sense. We'll get into that. As well, if you're a Twitter fan like I am, Twitter's, Twitter's kind of weird. Did you know that when you're on Twitter, there's a good chance you're just speaking kind of to yourself? We'll dive into that. And last but not least, Canada is crazy. You won't believe the parental laws that we're instituting in this place. I want your thoughts on that because, as you know, I'm a relatively new parent and I need all the help I can get. That's tonight's show. Let's, let's get into it. First things first, Twitter. Now, if you aren't on Twitter, it probably means you're either really old or really young because Twitter, as we all know, peaked in 2011, 2012. And there's a lot of people that are still on it and still doing really well. And I'm making fun of myself when I say that because it's my favorite platform. Well, I read a study today that basically said if you are left, left wing this is, or right wing, as a lot of people in the States are, so bipartisan, on Twitter – you're basically speaking to yourself. So you know when people go on, on social media, and, and this, is, this is Twitter's problem, is that if you're really left-wing or really right-wing, you probably follow a lot of really right-wing people if you're right-wing, and they follow you. And so really you're just retweeting the same messages to yourself and to your followers that already believe the same thing you do. You're just reinforcing one another. And it's the same thing on the left. And there was like this big, uh, it was like a picture graph image of everyone just sharing stuff to the same people. And it's like, this is kind of, this is kind of our problem, isn't it? Right? Because no one's talking to no one. But this is why I love Twitter. Because I can go online and get reinforced in what I already believe, which is that jokes need to be commonplace everywhere. So if you go on my Twitter feed, it's just all comedians and funny jokes all the time. And that is what really matters to me. So if you're on Twitter and you think that what, what your feed is telling you is real, it's not like you actually created your feed that way and there's a good chance people following you see the, the same thing. And I, I suppose that's something that I probably already should have known, but I don't. But all this to say, just smile more. Smile more and do yourself a favor and, and, and look at opposing views once in a while. I, on to more fun stuff. In what might be the craziest story I have ever heard, the Tinder poo story. Now, if you haven't heard about this, I need to tell you I did my absolute best to resist this story, but my business partner, Justin, said, no, you need to read this story. You need to watch what happened because it's amazing, and truth be told, he was incredibly right. So this story is set up somewhere in the UK. There's a Tinder date going on, and they decide to go back to the dude's house because, you know what? They need to share some wine there and have some fun, and you know they're probably playing board games, little actors and allies, because that's what you do on Tinder dates, right? Anyway, the, the, the female in the relationship ends up going to the washroom, and as happens to people once in a while, and this is a mortifying thing when it happens, on a date, at their house, flush the toilet, did the business, doesn't flush doesn't flush. You're panicking, right? Because you have to go out to your the person who you're trying to pursue or be pursued by and say like, "Hey, I just took I just took uh I just I just did my thing and it didn't work and your toilet's broken and I'm so embarrassed that you have to see the fact that I I do this and and it's humiliating for sure, but we all, we all go through it because there's no other way around it, right? You have to humiliate yourself. But wait. 
The Tanya Poo story, of course you knew, didn't end there. The woman decided somehow this, – this is going to get gross, so prepare yourself. She puts a plastic bag on her hand. She reaches into the toilet to grab her poo and dispose of it out the window. I'm not making this stuff up. So she grabs the poo and attempts to throw it out the window of the bathroom. But little did she know, because I'm sure at this point she's just panicking, right? Little did she know, the, the, there was like this big gap between the windows. So there's actually two massive planes. And so she opens the first window and in a panic throws the poo into the other window and it falls down between the two of them. So now she's really panicked, right? Not only have I made a terrible error in judgment once, I did it twice, and now my, my poo is stuck between these window panes. So what, what do you do? Well, guess what she does? She goes and reaches between the window panes to try and get the poo out. This is, this is a hard story to tell, but it's so funny. And she, she gets stuck between the window panes. Her arm and her shoulder are locked in there, and she can't get out. So she's got to call for the her – we won't even call her her boyfriend. She's got to call for her date to call the ambulance and the firefighters to come and get her out. And I have so many questions. I have so many questions. Like, what was, what was going through her head when she decided, you know what I need to do? I need to scoop up this poo and throw it out the window. Like that is not a rational thought to me. One, how much wine did she have? Or two, is she just that elaborate? You know, like most of us would just wear the humility and go, but she's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. She must really like this guy. And two, what, like at what point do you call it quits, right? Like your, your arm and, and shoulder are stuck between these window panes and you're holding your poo with a bag in your hand. And this is out, this is outrageous. This is outrageous. And I'm so thankful it happened because we get to share it all together. My goodness, you need to you need to Google this story. I might, might not even be doing it justice, but this story is insane. Check it out. And if you know this woman, we need to get her on the show. We need to interview her on the show because we all have questions, and I'm willing to ask them on your behalf. Last but not least, I want to talk about crazy parenting. And now I don't mean crazy parenting as in ideas that are crazy. I actually mean ideas that used to be not so crazy and that are kind of crazy now, right? Like there's a story in Vancouver of a dad who's a, he's a father of four or five kids and he asked them to take the bus. Okay, so these kids, I think the oldest one's 10 years old. Most of them aren't that old, but he calls them the pack. There's a pack of kids, 10 years old. He walked with them, and, and he actually took the bus route with them a, a few different times and said, okay, here's the bus route that you need to take to get from point A to point B. You're all, you can manage this, right? There's people looking out for you. It's amazing. You can do this. Well, guess what? Gets a letter in the mail from, I think it's the government, that basically says, we are going to take your kids away from you or make sure that this behavior cannot continue because you are breaking the rules, sir. Okay. I mean, when I was young, I could probably, you know, walk home from school by myself. You know, when I was, well, I, I know I did from in grade one, or that's like six years old. I walked home from school, it was two or three blocks, it's fine. But the crazier story is in Winnipeg, which if you're not familiar with Canada, it's actually just to the east of where I'm recording the show from. A parent let her kid play in her backyard, in her own backyard, fenced in, whatever, by herself. Put her outside, there's, you know, the kid was probably driving her nuts. Hey, get outside. Go play by yourself because I got that all the time, right? I baked as much as I could to play normal Nintendo. You know, and when I use all those credits, both figuratively and literally, my mom, boom, in the back end, get outside, 
play by yourself or use your imagination, whatever. Well, this woman in Winnipeg got the cops called on her because she put her kids outside and said, go play by yourself. Apparently, that's not allowed anymore. So the cops come over and she gets this stern warning about being a bad parent. Now, I don't, I don't want to get political or weird about this. I just want to say, what? Are we that crazy that I can't let my kid outside to play by themselves? Oh, man, we're robbing kids. We're robbing kids of a childhood. But even crazier, ain't no one going to tell my mom about this story because she'll go ballistic, right? If you told a mother nowadays that was 55 to 60 years old, hey, guess what? You raised your kids wrong. We would have all sorts of storms on our hands, and we do not want that. So let's just say that these are anomalies and everything's fine. Let's go on with our day. We can in there. Let's get one more story. If you've listened to this show for a while, you know that I love people and I love when people do crazy, funny things. Well, somewhere around Boston, there's a library and you would expect that, sure. But this library has been having a problem with people paying their fines, but not actually not paying their fines. These people are paying their fines in Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Yes, they had to issue a formal statement to say, please stop paying your fines in Chuck E. Cheese tokens because one, it's not real money, and two, we can't accept it or make any money off this, and three, you owe us real money, not Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Couple thoughts on this. One, library, like they're not, you gotta accept the money in the first place, right? So you're the one who should be blamed for accepting the, the Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Two, have you been to Chuck E. Cheese lately? That place is expensive, right? These tokens aren't cheap. You're probably making bank on this stuff. Just resell them on the Chuck E. Cheese token market. Go get some sick toys. Save up for a super scope. You know, do the whole thing. Like, you might be in the money now because people are just giving you Chuck E. Cheese tokens. You know? When life gives you tokens, make sick prizes rain, library. And that's the show tonight for a bonus segment instead of the usual three. If you're new to the station... We cover a lot of things. We cover culture, sports, uh, once in a while politics, but usually crazy, funny things that happen in the world that, you know, kind of catch our eye and need to be spoken about. Like today was, you know what, parents, you're doing a great job. Yesterday was, hey, phone trees suck. They need to get rid of them. And tomorrow, who knows? I want to give one quick, quick shout out to Anchor. Anchor emailed me today and said, hey, you know what, Greg? We've been listening to your station. We think you're doing a pretty good job. So we're going to feature you in the life section, to which I say, wow, like what an honor. I appreciate that. We've been grinding here, doing our thing, uh, trying to make people laugh, trying to do, have some good content, and uh, it's going to be rewarded. So thank you for that. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here. And for that, for that, I'm thankful. And I appreciate that. And I will see you tomorrow. Hopefully, have a good night, everyone. Toodaloo.